Mick and MG in the morning. Brought to you by Paddy Swap and Sell Flemington. Home of great deals. Open 6am Saturday. Fly to Fiji, America and Canada with Fiji Airways. Whether it's for the NRL doubleheader in Vegas or a tropical stopover, now is the perfect time to book. FijiAirways.com. Mick and MG's worst trip to head to the strip. Viva and it's the big day for one of the greatest prizes we've ever given away on this program, on this network, I'm going to say, yes. a trip for two to Vegas uh, to watch the NRL. It's an historic moment. You can be there. Good luck. Uh, just before we announce our winner, here's how it all unfolded in the last couple of weeks. My now husband decided to take me on a Phoenix helicopter flight to propose and as we were landing, the helicopter crashed. <gasps> Little caravan park, woke up one morning and someone had laid a fat, turdy cable at the back of my van. Vegas. We'll head up north, brand new car, dream car, four-wheel drive. Somebody broke into the apartment, took the keys. We get a call from the cops. Your car's been burned out around the corner. Vegas. My mum and I, we got to the hotel and it was nothing like the pictures. We had a massive fire and I woke up in the morning and I got a text that she'd actually left and gone to the airport. Went to go to a club and pull out my passport and my passport was in her luggage. Vegas. I caught a flu and gastro on the plane. The entire wedding party and half the guests got barley belly. Pretty big octopus uh, latched onto my butt and I needed to get it surgically removed back at the ship. I couldn't sit down for about a week. Vegas. Well, uh, as you can see, the competition's stiff. If you've had an octopus attached to your butt, you have to think you're half a chance to win this. But uh, after much consideration and uh, Council of Chiefs here in the boardroom at Triple M where we sit down and discuss the tale of woe, the winner was this bloke. We decided to book a cruise with the kids. We get to see the ship roll in. Then COVID right. hits. They oh. cancel all cruises. So oh. we see the ship roll oh, back out no. again. So you never got on? Never got on. So we go, all right, we've got time off work. We'll head up north. Brand new car, dream car, four-wheel drive. Two nights in, staying on, on the beachfront. Said to the sun, all right, we're going to go beach fishing tomorrow. So we load the car, get it all ready. Great. That night, somebody broke into the apartment, took the keys, the wallets. Oh. They even had the hide to take my wife's menthol cigarettes. <laughs> 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 so, anyway, three hours later, we get a call from the cops. Your car's been burned out around the corner. <sighs> wow. wow. So it's a tale of woe. Firstly, yep. he's had a cruise cancelled. So then he's quick as a flash goes, I'll go on a road trip, yep. which has ended up with his car being burned out and his wife's menthol cigarette stolen. <laughs> I ask you, is there a worse holiday in the world? No, he's no, on the line no, now. No. Michael. Yay. How are you, mate? Hey. 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 Hey, hey mate. mate, congratulations. Oh. And if if are you happy? Oh, I'm, I'm about to cry. You're about oh. to cry, and oh, so you should. Me. I'll tell you what, Michael, because if I remember correctly, you haven't been overseas. Never, no. I've been to Queensland yeah, and down to Melbourne once, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, as I said, you, you told us on the show you've never had your passport stamped. Well, it's yeah. going to get stamped, and it's, you're going to Vegas uh, to see. Well, it's happening. Who knew all those years ago when oh. your wife's menthol cigarettes were stolen? <laughs> <laughs> she can, she oh, can chain smoke her way through Vegas. <laughs> hey, who are you going to uh, take, by the way? I would take my wife. She's we're in the same boat, and oh well, we've never got on the boat, but um. 
Okay, Mate, well, you well, are well. super excited, Michael, and good <laughs> on you. I, I love a worthy winner, and oh. I think we've really picked a beauty here. You're going to really enjoy your time. You're going to go to the NRL. Which game do you want to go to? Oh, the Bunnies, 100%. Okay. Oh, so, you're, fans. So you, you're a Rabbitohs fan. You go yeah. to Vegas. You're going to have a gamble. You're staying at – you know what you got? And we've, I can't believe we didn't make more of this. You know you're on a diamond package. Yes. So these, oh. these, they, these are the best seats in the house, mate. Oh, thank you, Tripp. So <laughs> <laughs> Can I run through? You've scored flights, accommodation, yeah. spending money and diamond tickets to both games. Oh, How God. about that? Mate, we, I'll tell you what we might do. We might get you in and have a, have a chat with you when you get back Thanks and you can that, tell yes. us all hey, about it. I'll, I'll hey, you know what you that. can do? You could renew your wedding vows with your wife and in Vegas <laughs> Chapel. Oh, oh Michael, oh. congratulations. Uh, you're giving me great joy today to see how much you're enjoying that. It's a, it's a good call. Go you, Mike. Uh, <laughs> you're like welcome. Well done, Michael. Join us as the NRL Telstra Premiership kicks off for the first time in Las Vegas. Be there to witness four teams play the first game of the season on American soil. Visit nrl.com slash Vegas. MG's Food Report. We haven't done this in a while, but it always gets fairly interesting. I'm going to start by asking you all a question. Have you ever found something in your food? MG, have you ever bitten into something and found something that shouldn't be there? Yeah, I did when I was about 12. I was up the Central Coast um, visiting my nan, and me and my sisters and my brother went to a, a shop, went for a walk, went to get some fish and chips. As we come back, we opened up the goodies, and uh, amongst the, the brim was a little bit of a Band-Aid. Sitting oh, right there. Oh, oh, God. Did they charge you extra for the Band-Aid, or <laughs> was that uh, <laughs> just a serving suggestion? Uh, a dad, Band-Aid? Dad, dad, okay. Yeah, Dad jumped in the car, and he drove straight to the shop and told him. Oh, he said, oh, oh that's a, a, a horrific find. Oh. Cat, ever found anything in your food that um, you didn't? Only once I bit into a pie, and in between the gap in my tooth, someone's big strand of hair came out with it, and that was disgusting. Ah, that's, you'd see the funny side. <laughs> Tash, what about you? I've found a bloody Band-Aid in pasta before, but I've also been drinking a milkshake and felt something in my throat. Oh, God. And it was a fly. Oh, and then yes. when I went to go and quietly say there's a flight, they thought that I had put it in there, and I went, yeah. I'm oh, I'm like you were trying <laughs> to scam them. Totally, yeah, for my egg and bacon roll and a milkshake. Well, are you All thinking right. you've ever found anything in well, your Well, I can't think of anything. Well, yes, yeah, I, I bought a, a cheeseburger once. I bit into it, and when I lifted the lid, I saw pickles. It was a horrific find. Uh, but listen to this. Uh, so this is from Queensland. A tradie has uh, spoken about the moment he realised he was eating a rat concealed oh, in a wrap oh, he bought from a popular bakery. Oh. Uh, this is this is not good. Um, he didn't want it to be identified. Was working on a home in Brisbane. Uh, he headed to Beefies. Uh, I should rename it Raddies. Oh. <laughs> uh, beefy Beefies at Aussie World uh, for some lunch and ordered a meat pie along oh. with a leg of lamb and a salad wrap to go. Wow. He explained the wrap looked normal, so he could uh, just see the lettuce, the carrot, and the ham, but then realised something wasn't quite right after taking a bite. Oh. I was chewing and chewing and chewing, but I couldn't get the mouthful that I'd bitten to actually come away from the wrap. Oh, oh, he, he initially thought the chewy texture was a bit of gristle, <laughs> a bit of fat, but soon realised 
His mouth contained a dead rat. Oh. Oh. No, that's oh, yeah. That's horrendous. As I, that's the, that's as I said, it's called beefies, <laughs> not raddies. Raddies. <laughs> Just... And if you're going to eat rat, I'd d- die in here, not take away. Isn't that horrific? Oh, um, I'm, people are calling in already, I noticed, uh, yeah. <laughs> with stuff that they've eaten. Oh. Um, that is the thing to me that oh. strikes fear into my heart of mm-hmm. the serving of food. Mm-hmm. Um, another very good story here, which I like, is... A vegan restaurant has decided to start serving meat. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Why? <laughs> What's the reason? Well, well, due to rise the cost of living. So the owner, of the, um, this is overseas, in Macclesfield. The owner of a vegan restaurant has said it's adding meat to its menu due to the cost of living crisis. Uh, it's very difficult to stay in business selling only vegan. Mm. In a message to customers, he said, "This has been a moment of deep reflection." Uh, when some people find out we're vegan, they walk out. Yeah, because you well, it's vegan. Mm. Uh, but in in better news, they will be painting the meat green. I think. Yeah. <laughs> I had no idea, guys. I had no idea that your morals could be affected by the cost by of living. Yeah, exactly. Are you vegan yeah. or you're not vegan? Oh, correct. It can yeah. change. On, Is it a cost of living? <laughs> I've I mean, cows eat grass, so technically it is vegan, isn't mm, it? Yeah, I've yeah. got a friend that's very strictly vegan but then wears beautiful leather shoes and oh, does never, never checks the wine and the, you know, beautiful yeah. uh, champagne because yeah. that's different apparently. It's a status thing, isn't <laughs> it? Yes. Um, hopefully there'll be protesters out the front of that restaurant saying plant, yes. eating plants is murder. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you wait. We wait to my kids hear about this. They'll be going, That's why we're not eating our veggies, Dad. That's why we're not doing it. We're trying to save some money. Look, Claire's on the line. Claire, what did you find your food? Um, I found some of the stainless steel wool that you scrub the pots with. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, that would be uh, less than tasty. Sean's on the line. Sean, what did you find yeah, in your food? Uh, it's actually a friend of mine. She bought some um, takeaway chicken. We're driving home. She bit into a piece, and it exploded sort of in her mouth. Mm-hmm. And it turned out the chicken would contain a cyst. <gasps> oh. oh! Yeah. And she got a massive rash all over, like inside her mouth and over her face. Oh. And actually ended up with a pretty decent payout in the end. Oh, wow. A decent payout. I would have thought so. Uh, Do you want to assist with that? No. (laughs) No, I don't. Thanks, Sean. Mary's on the line. Mary, what did you find in your food? Morning. Um, Morning. So I got one of those pre-packed salads uh, from a kiosk in a shopping centre and there was a large large piece of glass that I ended up trying to consume in my mouth and I ended up having emergency surgery because of the shard of the glass doing damage into my mouth. Whoa. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. When you buy food, the last thing you want to do is glass yourself inside <laughs> the mouth. <laughs> That's terrible. Did you do much damage or? Yeah. So then um, we obviously, a friend of mine, as soon as it happened, she went back to the venue and said, hey, hold on a second. My girlfriend just cut her mouth open and pulled out a piece of glass. And mm. she, funny enough, had her iPhone, so she was able to record the conversation, including the salad where the pieces of glass were. So lucky we were smart enough that they had to pay out for all my medical expenses, including yeah, time off work and all of that. Mm. I would oh, think so. Wow. Don't order the glass noodle salad. There you go. <laughs> or, or pasta, glass noodle pasta, whatever it is. Uh, thank you, Dwayne. Oh, what oh, do you no find? Way. 
what'd you find your food, hey, mate? Yeah, we went to a bakery and um, bought a couple of sausage rolls for myself and my mum. Get into it, thought that tasted pretty good. It didn't actually taste too bad. And I peeled the top off as you do a sausage roll and I found uh, like, it looked like onion, but it was moving around. It was maggots. <gasps> oh, no! <laughs> 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 Little, little bits of uh, white stuff crawling out to say good day to me. Ah, <laughs> oh, oh, Dwayne. Uh, but you know what? A uh, slab of Jetty Road Lager oh, for you yes, well uh, to help cheer you up for wow. uh, well. Do you know, we, we most of us, do you know our first experience of this would have been as a child biting into an apple and finding a worm? Yes. A worm, yes. Mm. Oh, that's a good dad joke. That's a great dad joke. What's worse than finding in biting an apple and finding a worm, MG? Uh, I don't know. What is? Biting into an apple and finding half a worm. (laughs) 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 Thank you. I'll give myself a slab of Jetty Road. Uh, Michael, what happened to you? What did you find your food? Uh, So I went over to my grandfather's place and was eating food, and it's what I found out my food to be. So apparently we had had some rabbits, and um, he got over them living living rent-free in his house, so he decided to cook them and not sell us. Oh. We were just eating normal meat and had to get out. Oh, little bugs. Michael, your uh, well, grandfather cooked your family pet. Is that what you're telling me? Look, we're very we're ethnic, so the Greeks apparently <laughs> like that. We're going close. Decided rabbit was on the menu and didn't tell us. All right, awesome. I like his style. A different time. Uh, a quick one, last one. Uh, Mitch, uh, what happened to you? What did you find your food? We found a cigarette butt. Oh. Okay, yeah, that'll ruin your day. Uh, was it menthol? Was it? And what was the dish? Chinese, mate. We're tucking into a big Chinese feed with the boys and then got three quarters of the way through the meal and then just <laughs> a chewed up cigarette butt, old, old, oh, smelly. Yeah. It stunk. It was, it was horrendous. It was on the Indian chopsticks. <laughs> I'm, I'm guessing you don't eat there anymore. No, we still go back there. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a good sign for a Chinese restaurant. If you find a cigarette, but and you still go back for more, you're in business. Good. Thank you. Back. We've missed one of the most famous <laughs> cases ever in the history of this state. Has been brought to our attention. Natasha Belling, unpack, please. Fifteen years ago, everyone would remember it was the Coogee Bay Hotel where Jessica and Stephen White had ordered ice cream. It had been delivered to their table, but it wasn't ice cream. There was something (laughs) else in it. This is what uh, Jessica alleged to have happened at the Coogee Bay Hotel. I panicked. I spat it into a napkin and I ran and threw up. Then I came back and I I was like, my God, this this, this is They've served it. The hygiene standards that we have at the hotel, I'm very proud of, and I stand by those practices. Look, <laughs> I love a choc top, but that is beyond the pale. Uh, oh, that was a famous incident. That should be the subject of a true crime podcast. Does, it, does anyone know? No one ever no, knows. No, it's one no, of the, our nation's greatest phantom. unsolved crimes. Oh, well, you know, I love ice cream, but if you're, if you're eating that one, you're not going to eat it quick enough to get one of those headaches, are you? No, no, no. no. Well, <laughs> there are allegations they'd complained about turning up the television during a uh, NRL grand final match and that maybe it was payback, allegedly. Oh. Well, and... Uh, Good payback. No, no one ever found out who did it. But, no, uh, no. tell you what, there's an episode of...
It was at the Kijibay Hotel. It's got a rich history. You know, one of my favorite, well, I've told you this before, but my favorite bit of graffiti ever. Yeah. It was on the side of the Kujibay Hotel and it goes back to when it was overrun. It's probably still by backpackers in the day and someone had just written on the side, I saw this with my own eyes, Ivan Malat for day release. <laughs> I think there was <laughs> suggesting a, a quick cull of backpackers in the area, maybe what's required. Hmm. First world problems. You're just in time for cocktails. <laughs> There's a few going around and it all yeah. kicked off uh, last week with Newington. Uh, the private school and, of course, the outraged parents. Have you got a grab from oh, a parent sure there, do. please, who is uh, complaining about the idea that uh, boys may be uh, uh, joined by girls? Uh, old boy at school. And my son is also an old boy. And the intention was always that I'd have a grandson, but I won't bring him to a co-ed school. <laughs> well, that got the ball rolling. And uh, <laughs> over the weekend, the girls' schools got involved. And there is now going to be a brand new ferry service on Sydney Harbour that's going to cater exclusively to two girls' schools. Uh, two elite Sydney girls' private schools have partnered to create the new service. Wow. And uh, that's how they're going to be going to school. And then they'll be met uh, by a transfer service <laughs> at the docks <laughs> and taking to school. Why a helicopter's not involved, I don't yes, know. Exactly. It just feels... <laughs> Like there should be, or a school bus driven by a chauffeur. Yes. Yeah, be- <laughs> Do you know what? Wouldn't that be? Stretch Hummer. Uh, I don't know much about these schools. Tell me about them. What do I need to know? Okay, Hard so know. yeah, well, these are the these are the two most elite Sydney girls' schools on the eastern suburbs. They're right near Watsons Bay. They're very close. Um, a lot of celebrities send their kids to those oh. girls' schools. They're very exclusive. Yeah, but the ferry service is open to the public as well. Oh, who's yeah. no? It's that? not. Mm. No, not these ones. No, it's not. I think some of them would be. I'll be standard correct, though, Mick, here for that. Okay. Well, if it is, then it's not a story. Why am I reading it out? (laughs) (laughs) This was sold to me as two, uh, like, uh, okay, so it's just a normal ferry. No, no, no. No. You're right. They've got on board to open the ferry services, right? But then uh, it can be open to the public on some, but it has been initiated by the school. Thank you for ruining that story. <laughs> I really, I really appreciate it. So, forget everything I just said, and I apologise now to the girls' schools. Uh, anyone else got a story? I obviously don't. I have got a good one because uh, there's some influence. This is a first world problem. Influencers uh, in Melbourne and Perth are up in arms because. Um, a gym consortium has banned the use of tripods while they're filming, filming themselves doing their workouts. Oh, thank God. <laughs> wow. Can you imagine? Oh, yeah, well, I mean, wow. we don't have them. I don't have them. Really, uh, tell me, talk me through your gym. Do you have influences at your gym? No, we don't. No, we don't. We'd have my, if, if it's either me or my son or my daughter uh, running the class, we'll, we'll do a brief 30-second video with, on our phones of the workout and stuff, but no one sets up a tripod and... Would you consider yourself an influencer at the gym? Uh, I'd, I'm, I'm a person with influence, but I don't think I influence people as far as, you know. The, You're an influencer. You, you know it. <laughs> You're posting down the gym. You'll be on like that, first really. sight next season. That's what you'll be doing. <laughs> what, about, what about this one? I hope this is largely true. Uh, billionaire Harry Trubigoff's daughter yes. has moved in beside the Bondi 
golf club. Yeah. Well, she hasn't even moved in yet. Uh, she's bought eleven point five million dollar property, and she's complained about golf balls in the backyard. <laughs> <laughs> you moved That's in what, next to a golf course. <laughs> what do you expect? And she hasn't moved in yet, too. By the way, that's a bit, bit of yeah. isn't it? Well, it is. Um, well, there you go. All right, we uh, line up the satellite, tune into our Melbourne studio sister station to catch up with the great Marty Sheargold and hey. team. How are you, Marty? Hey. How wonderful to see you all, Cat, MG, Mick. It's so lovely to be a part of your show. And, and here's Tash. Natasha, who I never get to talk to. Uh, How are you going, mate? It's a what? special request from from Marty that you I sit said, in on this. Hello, I said, How come Marty? I never get to talk? Now, am I calling you Tash? Yes, that feels sure. over familiar to me. No, I love you, so that's fine. Okay, beautiful. <laughs> Use her dancing name, Chablis. <laughs> so, <laughs> yes. Professional dancing name? <laughs> give uh, Marty your, your Chablis uh, voice. Go on. No. Come on. <laughs> no, just a flat <laughs> no, MG. No, There's no no in him, bro, but you just got one right in the face there, buddy. <laughs> You're working um, here, Tash. But did you hear the news during the week that Gen Z are phasing yeah. out wallets? Yeah, I did hear that. Is, is that a sad passing for you? Because I remember the, as a young boy, the first yeah. time you got your Quicksilver Velcro. Oh, it was a wonderful day. Was, was nothing like to put in it, but it was just great to have one. Well, there was usually one dinger. Yeah. I found there was, like a, <laughs> it was a one dinger night. A, a, a $5 note, some fake ID, and one yeah. dinger that's been there so long, there's yeah. an outline on your wallet. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You could, couldn't guarantee it'd still work. Well past its use by. It was um, just, and this is all part of the cashless economy now. So that's where we're are, heading. Are you, are you okay with that? Because, I don't know, without cash, it just feels like. Yeah. We're all, it's just all make-believe. I know. You're tapping on stuff. You don't know what you spent. You don't know what yeah. anything's worth anymore. But it also is, Mick, you know you're getting older now when they start to yes. phase out things like wallets. Mm. Well, yeah. that's right. It's a time-honored tradition. I'm not happy with it. And what happens no. when you lose your, your, your phone and you've, all well, your you've lost details everything. and everything? And now, now you I are. I hope they can't get into my hidden folder. Jesus Christ. <laughs> if they get into that hidden folder that's, of photos of mine, I am It's all cancelled. over for everybody. I am talking. There's 30 or 40 people that will get cancelled. <laughs> you're going to take us all down. I'm going to take us all down. The list Larry Emder's coming down with yeah. us. And what a fantastic. I talk about junk in your trunk. Larry is the master of junk. No wonder he's got so much commercial property. I'd buy it off him too if he turned up nude. Sold! (laughs) Mate, death row meals. I'm going to ask you this without notice. There's a big story up here that that, uh, Texas has stopped doing death row meals. What would your last meal be if you were – Say you've done something terrible. I know yeah. it's a hypothetical. Yeah, uh, you're being executed in the morning, and they say, "What do you want to eat tonight?" What are you I'm, thinking? I'm, I'm thinking. I'm thinking lobster mornay. Oh, yes. okay. Uh, fries, chocolate mousse. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Tiramisu, perhaps. Tiramisu or a chocolate mousse? You're really giving a MG some garlic bread or some like calamari rings or something for an entree or. Yeah, I'm going an entree for sure. I'm going an entree. Maybe you wouldn't think fast food? Maybe a bucket? A bucket of Kentucky? or a bucket yeah. of Kentucky. 
the old-fashioned prawn cocktail with seafood. Oh, prawn cocktail. <laughs> and hey, I want it on the not, glass stop. with all the prawns it's hanging not, off the glass, it's not please. fancy, Marty. You know what yeah. mine is? Tuna mornay. Oh, I love tuna mornay. See? Dad used to make tuna mornay when we were kids and he would crush up Smith's chips yes. on top yes, of it. with yes. melted cheese. I had it this week. I cooked Jesus. it. We were talking about it and I cooked a tuna mornay as a special dish. Is it a bechamel kind of thing? Is it a bechamel? Yeah. Yeah. You do get your own cooking show. Tuna, I'm listening to <laughs> it's almost going out, worth going out and committing yeah. mass murder just to it have really your is. tuna mornay. <laughs> is, I'd, I'd go a degustation because it takes longer. It, it takes ages. Eight courses <laughs> with matching wines. <laughs> just roll up blind and go, for God's sake, kill me because I'm going to be so hungover tomorrow I don't even want to live. <laughs> and just before we go, mate, can I ask you, are your plans for the Super Bowl? Do you watch the Super Bowl? Oh, I, what you I know, love about the Super Bowl, I just yeah. go, a rare opportunity to drink beer at 10 o'clock on a Monday morning. Morning without feeling bad about it. Do you yep. know I have to? I have. I have to work, Mick. You won't believe it. What? I've, I'm not working here. I've got another thing which I don't even know if I can discuss because I never know what I'm allowed to say about it. Yeah. Wow! Um, but it's well, one of those secret. jobs where I've got to do oh, a right. full day of reading and stuff with other actors. I'm like, oh, how oh. gross. Oh, what a way to spend you. your Super Bowl talking to actors. Christ you're... almighty, is there a bigger pack of arseholes in the world? <laughs> <laughs> you're part of, uh, it's a production, a new launch. Uh, is it Wicked? The new production of Wicked? <laughs> are you, are I you wish playing? it was Wicked. Oh, uh, well. Or Bad Boy Bobby 2 is coming back, is it? Or? It's, uh, look, between Bad Boy us, Marty. You, could, you could beep this if, you, if, we t- if we get our timing right. One, sure. two, three. Oh, oh, two days is, of table reading. It's like, are oh, you kidding me? Obviously, wow. there's no NFL fans in the cast. <laughs> we cannot wait for another stellar performance from one of the greats who's ever treaded the boards in this country. Marty Sheagol, thank yeah. you, Marty. Thanks for having me, guys. And lovely to spend some time with you, as always. Cheers. You might be familiar with the Netflix series Greatest Night in Pop. Oh, yeah. Ever heard of it? It's well, awesome. Yeah. There's an episode, Lionel Richie and Michael Jackson get together, and this struck a nerve for me. I'm at the house with Michael writing the song. He hums every part. Tapes and tapes of just him humming. We now have a template with mumbles and no words. Well, mm. what you might not be aware of is that there's a future episode with yeah. Lionel and Michael no, Malloy. Yes. Mm. I'm at the house with Mick writing the song. He hums every part. <laughs> tapes and tapes of just layered and layered of him humming. <laughs> we now have a template with mumbles and no words. <laughs> What do we want to do? We're talking to the world, so we have to talk this out. And it's that that we're here for. Wow. From that moment on, I was nervous out of my brain. People didn't know what we were going to be doing. So many disasters. What am I supposed to sing? <laughs> wow. Wow, that's moving. That's going to be a big, a, a big episode. I should win a Grammy. Oh. Ever had a Grammy for humming? 
Not yet. Well, once again, I've been snubbed by the Academy. And we've been joined live in the studio by a friend of the show and a man who's never been more excited about Taylor Swift coming to town. Oh, yeah. It's Glenn Robbins. Yeah. Yeah. Swift, oh, you? God. Glenn there Swift. you go. No, I don't know. I mean, I'm not a Taylor Swift guy, but I'm, I'm happy for the people. Yes. It's just, it is, they've gone mad. It's, it's a real event, isn't it? Yeah. 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 It's, it's verging on religious because people are joining yes. to coming together to yeah. worship. A god, and they're exchanging kind of friendship bands. It's Bracelets. a bit culty, isn't it? I think it's something that we should think about doing. All right, uh, I would. I would exchange a friendship bracelet with you. That's when you go, yeah. oh, no, I would give you one too, but no, you really were thinking about that. Uh, the pause, the pause, <laughs> no, that's a big statement. Wow. Hey, listen, I, I, as I go through life, yes. I, talk about, I try to do good things. You I do. Tr- tr- try to do the right thing by people. Yeah. And, and I come in here and I seek counsel to whether or not I've done the right thing. Okay. And um, I've, I, I had a little incident the other day where I was sitting at a coffee shop by myself, uh, which in itself is a little creepy. Is yes, it not? sure. Yeah. Oh, you know, you've got to own it. Yeah, you've got to own it. Yeah, own yeah. It. Uh, and, and then there was another girl sitting by herself. She gets up to leave at the same time as me. Yes. She walks to the front door. I allow her to go through the front door. As she walks out, I see she's got a price tag hanging down the back of her yes. shirt. Yes, okay. A, uh, yeah. I didn't say anything. Oh, you should have... Yeah. Because I thought it might be just a bit creepy that I was looking too, too much no. at her. That I noticed her. That yeah. I got up and I followed her. I'm standing at the door. Hey, by the way, you've got a price no, tag. It's, it's all in the tone. If you said, "Hey, Dal, you've got a tag hanging out the back of your shirt," instead of if you went, "Oh, look at that tag on the back of your shirt," <laughs> that's creepy. <laughs> Well, I didn't say Don't anything. ever do that. So <laughs> it got me to thinking about a segment called oh. uh, Things You Can and Can't Say to a Stranger. And yes. not only that. Oh, what have yes. you done? I've built a little, built a little opener. Okay. Oh, things you can say and things you can't say to a stranger. <laughs> wow. Love it, love it, love just, it. Just before we get into this, on that story just told, I was at the opening of an art gallery one day and there was a very arty crowd floating around and I and a few other people spot this girl who has her skirt tucked into her yep. stockings yep. with a little bit of toilet paper coming out the back. <laughs> and because yeah. it was an arty crowd, it didn't stand out immediately. You go, oh, she could be making a statement. You go, oh, my God, she could be an artist. So you don't want to – and I'm sitting there going, she needs to be told because eventually – it's going to be extremely embarrassing unless she's making a proper statement. Everyone else was thinking exactly the same thing, and everyone was looking. And finally, a guy goes up to her, and you've never seen a woman burst into tears oh. and run off. So, again, should have said something to the stranger. Or just yeah, stand on the toilet the, paper. Well, or yeah. set it on fire. A lot goes through your mind <laughs> at the point, and you have an opportunity to say, and if the window passes and you don't say anything, yeah, then you get, the, the moment's passed, I, I can't say anything, and then the bar goes even higher then. Uh, you can't and, come back. So anyway, I'll throw a few at you, and then yeah. you can see, look, toilet, it's on my list here, toilet paper on shoe. Yeah, toilet pa- tucking, tucking your underpants into, into a girl, tucking Ta- a dress into a skirt. In, into a skirt. Right, it's, you gotta, you, you got to blow the whistle. Yeah, if you don't know, if you know them, of course you can. You, know, you can just go up. Okay, yeah. um, let's try another one. Um, or okay, I've got to. Okay, I'm a waiter, right? Yes. And you're a woman. 
Okay, just well, no, God, we're, we're role playing now. Yeah, no, it's role playing. You're just this tuning in. Yeah, no, I'm a waiter, and uh, you're a woman having a coffee by yourself, and my fly's undone. Does the girl tell the guy that his fly's undone? Oh, I, I say no. I would say. I would I, say you leave that alone. No, you just yeah. as a girl, I, you know, as a girl, you go and tell um, your male waiter and yes. stuff, friend. Yes, that guy, that guy's. I can see that guy's wang. Go and <laughs> well, can you go and sort well, that. Because she's, so, she's looking in the wrong direction. Yeah. So that's a no. Can we have a buzz? Can we have a? That's a no. That's a no. I, I say yeah. that's a no. For, yeah. I think yeah. I think that's too confronting for a woman to go and, I think and so. reference another guy's crotch. Okay. Yeah, okay. Like, this one, this one occurred on Kath and Kim. Okay. Uh, where Mick Malloy, uh, not what's your character's name? Uh, Gary Poole from Gary, Gary Poole's Pools. Pools. And there was a lot of discussion as to uh, the how high you should – no, how your Camino was open or closed. So we were both having an argument over – we were filming a scene that took place at the breakfast table and you were coming out of a room and I was sitting at the table. Yeah. But we were both discussing how wide our Camino yeah. should be. Whether it's uh, we were both wearing kimonos and what was appropriate was one was inch, appropriate, yeah. Was one inch was too, too much, and you've I reckon it was twenty minutes before the director goes, "Can you guys just sit down <laughs> and can we film this?" It is an art form, but seriously, okay. So on that topic, yes. if I, you come round to my place and you're with your lovely partner, and you come round and I come downstairs, and yeah. I'm, 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 hang on, I am I still have to be someone you don't know very well, but I've got the the junk is on show. I don't want to see the mixed squirrel. I don't want to send me squirrel, and I don't want you to Sharon Stone my girlfriend. So, therefore, that is a upfront bang. Oh, oh that's a straight up. Oi, easy, Tiger. Okay, bang. Well, so we do want that. You might want to well, sort it's, that. Well, it's, it's his house, but so he's got the right to do dress as he wants, really. Hold that. <laughs> Okay, so it sounds like someone's already had this conversation. <laughs> things you can say and things you can't say to a stranger. <laughs> Jeez, that's good, isn't it? it? That's really that's good. Awesome. Is that you singing? Yeah, it sounds yeah. like me, doesn't it? Because I sing the, the theme to Russell Coit, and i got to yes. say, that was pretty good. Just sing it All the adventures, time to hit the road. <laughs> See? Really enjoying the ads, by the way. Russell oh, Coit yeah. is As you know, I can't, yeah, I can't say anything. I have to be appropriate yeah. when I'm being... The ads are great. Okay. The ads are... I can't yeah. make any disparaging remarks. But, but why would you? I think you've, you've nutted it. My, because I... You know, anyway, are they anyway, shift, okay. shifting a few units? Okay. Uh, don't worry about that. Uh, okay. <laughs> so in an elevator, there's a girl there. You don't know who she is. You look, look up and she's got a spider on top of her head. Yeah. <laughs> you Go just on. smack it with a rolled-up newspaper. <laughs> You don't say a word. Oh, well, of course you do. Yeah, I think so, but you don't want to alarm her. That's either. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You go. Maybe you wait till you get out of the elevator because she could get bonkers. Yeah, could. Yeah, well, you're could in the elevator. You. It's a confined space. She doesn't know who you are. Yeah. You're creepy anyway because you're in an elevator by yourself. Oh, and then you go, oh, hello there. You've got a yeah. spider on top of your head. So is that a yes? I would probably it's tell her. I think that's for her. Yeah. Again, okay. It's, all in the, it's the delivery. It's all in okay. The uh, uh, you're a girl. Uh, you, you, you. Where have you met the guy? You, you, you met a guy at a, at a, a drinks after work. Sure. Yep. And I've done this. My shirt's on inside out. Yeah. Tell him. <laughs> you ever done that? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. isn't it? That's always a big moment. And and it? have they said something to you? Yeah, girls yes. are pretty forward with that kind of stuff. I find. Yeah. Uh, men wouldn't. Men would Mick, let. Mick, men would let you wear it all day. The girls. Yeah, they, why, why don't you go back yeah. to the bedroom and put some pants on? Yeah. I mean that kind of stuff. Yeah. What about bat in the cave? 
Pardon? You know what Bat in the Cave is? <laughs> bat in no. the Cave. It means you've got a little thing floating in the hairs oh, in your nose. Isn't oh, it? you've got yeah. to tell them. You've got to, oh, you can't tell a stranger. No, so, I, so you don't. So okay, you don't tell a stranger. No, you tell your partner, but, but you don't tell. It. You don't walk up to a stranger and go, "You got a booger." Well, booger. Why not? He would want to know. <laughs> no, no, a bloke. Yes, no. not a woman. So a, a woman can't say it to a guy. No, no. no. That's a, that's a I wouldn't have thought so. Cat. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I wouldn't. Not a stranger. No. What about us? What about what about bad breath? Oh, Just offer a minute. Yeah, you know what you do with yeah. the mints is you offer it once and then you. When they go, no thanks, you shake the tin and go. Because <laughs> you know I know really? when I get the second shake, I go, oh, That's I really have got bad breath. Yeah. yeah. Okay, you're at the beach. You're going for a swim. Don't know this person. It's a girl. She's coming towards you. She's obviously had a little thing happen in the surf and yep. her nipple has popped out. Yep. You, you just uh, don't say a thing. I just think just, you just uh So what do you do? Well, <laughs> apart from pleasuring yourself, I'm not quite <laughs> sure. I do I don't know. Well, for, what what, what am I gonna do? Well, obviously she is embarrassing for her and you're the one she's you, about to gonna present herself up the beach. I, I, you let it, go of the shark siren. <laughs> Ooh, there should be code for that. There should be a code that you you can say to let someone know that the the you know yeah. the, the the sun is rising. Yeah. Um, the sun is. No, no, you, you like people shout out, shout out sharks. You shout out nipple, <laughs> and every, everyone runs out of the. Everyone water. gets their phones and starts running towards yeah. you. Yeah, if it's between the flags, you tell. Them. Yeah, if it's <laughs> not between the flags, you. you so let that's go. a no. That's a no. That's for that's me. A no. Okay. Um, what a, uh, a bad breath. We've done that one. Done that one. Oh, jeez, I think we've done them all. We've done them all. We've done them all. I think so. I think we've run the gamut. Yeah. And I think we've learned a lot uh, about stranger relationships. Here's one for you. Don't approach your girlfriend by behind. Put your arms around her and snuggle into her ear to find out pretty quickly that that's not your girlfriend. <laughs> Can I just say that's... And, and while your girlfriend's in the room, yeah, that's what, I swear to God, I've, I could have, I swore on my life that that was my girlfriend standing uh, at a kind of. Well, I had one worse than canopies. that. I had a friend of mine. He, I think he'd had some sort of party drug. He was quite loving, yes. and he yep. came in for a cuddle, and he he's a normal heterosexual guy, and he's a well-known sure. comedian. He had. Oh. With who? With me. And I'm going, I'm going. Well, I'd like to hear Sam Pang's version of that story before we go any further. Anything to plug, Glenn? Oh, somehow related, please tune oh, in. No, we we're, love we're you. having a great hit out on that show. And uh, what's, the, what's the relationship this week? I don't, I never know. Never I, I, don't, I don't know. I can't. They, they you and David uh, Yeah. It's one of my favourite podcasts. Yeah. Somehow related. Get on board. Thanks, Glenn. Thanks, guys. Glennie. Glenn, your brother. Mick and MG in the morning. Brought to you by Paddy Swap and Sell Flemington. Home of great deals. Open 6am Saturday. Mick and MG in the morning. Weekdays from 6 on Sydney's Triple M.